If you're lost at this point, then you're a lost cause. I guess we can get you caught up. I don't really feel like Calliope's pulling too many of the strings here. Who wants to jump into the portal and fight the Omni? Raise your hand. That might actually be a good plan, Ori. Goodfellow's already won. Everything you do, you're just playing right into his hand. We can take a look into what the future holds. In this reality, in this outcome, Sieb has created a new pocket dimension for Atlantis to go. Everybody threw one last stop. Is she a giant shrimp? Are you describing a giant shrimp? Oh no! She's a giant shrimp. (laughs) I want to try to redirect some of these runes into sunlight. I'll just say we don't have to do this. We can help each other. We're a lot more alike say we are. I guess I don't really have a choice, do I? She gestures towards the broken portal. Now that I know it's there, I don't want anything to happen to Atlantis either. We should right away go start preparing. Well, we can't really do that until we kill my dad. Kill your dad? Uh, This might be confusing. Uh... Alright, I mean, I guess we're going. I don't have anything cool to say here, man. I just just gotta do this. I, I'm having so many mixed emotions right now. I mean, that's my dad. Hey, let's go kill your dead father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hug Ray. Sarah. Hate that. My little depth. Tallahassee Cement Factory has been the site of many a supernatural battle. This one finds Count Payne and curiously only a handful of his vampiric army facing off against the monster hunters of Gullicochica. In the back, near the elevator and the door to the hallways still riddled with holes from Ari's spell the first time you came here, Ray Ray fights off about five vamps led by Kyla. They are quick, but he is too, and he's strong. He wrestles them away as quick as they are able to pounce. It's a stalemate, but Merog has just appeared from the elevator shaft ready to help. Nearer to the front door, to the lawn outside, a tear has opened, revealing Ari, flanked by Seeb and Calliope, with Iggy pushing back some of the shadow above them. Calliope is shaping into her shrimp form, and Seeb wields a piece of well-used chalk that glows with a soft purple hue. Sarah is reeling on the ground. The wind is knocked from her, and she is incapacitated for the moment as Count Payne surveys the scene from above, floating near the rusted metal roof of this place. With a flick of his wrist, a moat of shadow fires at the brightly glowing buckler on Sarah's arm, and the place is shrouded in darkness once more. 
Ari, as this darkness sets upon the room, you hear the thud of Count Payne hitting the ground somewhere in front of you. He positions himself just within the gloomy light cast by Ignis. He appears as a blue hockey mask, fangs cut into the design of the mouth, floating in the shadows like a shapeless phantom. You see no other form. He's so much like his mother, ain't he? He says, the sounds of Ray fighting off vampires echoing through the chamber. But you don't even remember when the three of us fought together, do you? I may have lost my soul, but at least I still know who I was. You're every bit as much a ghost as Loretta. Well, remember, my old friend, that knowledge is stronger than memory, and we must not trust the weaker. Without your soul, you were only a shell of the man you once were, Daniel. And yes, he is. Just like his mother, that's how I know he's going to kick your ass. <laughs> Daniel wanted what was best for him and his. But he always had a little of me in him. A part of him always delighted in causing pain for his own ends. I have learned that the only way to live without suffering is to give in to evil. I, I, I really, I'm really over this guy. I think I just want to kind of swipe up with my sword at him, if that's okay. Like through the mist. He's mist, correct? Uh, it's unclear, kind of. Sure. I think if you take a step towards him, you may see that, yeah, he's kind of a gaseous, but dark and just deep shadow form. Uh, but yeah, if you step up and take a swipe at him, then why don't you roll, kick some ass? I'll do my best. Can you do that? I can. Not very well. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's eight on the dice. Minus one is a seven. All right. So you're going to do harm to one another. Love it. Has Ari ever attacked anything? <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> it's few and far between. I don't like this guy. So serious. You step up and you swipe at him and uh, revealing kind of this shadowy, dark form, um, almost like smoke flowing downwards, if that makes any sense. Uh, but with this deep black core uh, and from this core comes his uh, shadowy, his thin ebony sword and he swipes it at you. And um, actually, I'm going to say he stabs it out at you. And you are going to take, uh, you're going to take two harm. But here's what happened. You're doomed, right? Who's asking? Dude, you're, <laughs> you're. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I have. God, about that, you are doomed. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I I have in fact used all of my remaining luck points for the time being. Uh, yeah, he stabs your shoulder for two harm and pulls out the sword. And uh, I think he just swipes his hand up and a burst of wind. He like moves his hand so hard that it pushes you back just with the air of it. And you kind of stumble back towards uh, Sieb and Calliope. And uh, he smirks. He's wearing a mask. His mask hole smirks. <laughs> <laughs> That is some. That is so much more horrifying. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's like fucking Deadpool. 
Yeah, I think that his mask has like I think the evil of his of his visage has uh, made the mask like almost part of his face now. And, uh, yeah, the the holes that make up the expression on this hockey mask do in fact move with his expressions. And also in this moment, sinister sigils reveal themselves all around the warehouse and on the massive mixing containers where the wild bites are made. A baleful blue, so deep it's almost black, glows from these markings. You see dozens, maybe a hundred vampires clinging to the walls around them, having just finished painting them in blood. They're about three feet in diameter each. And now that they have revealed themselves, about half of them glow red next to their blue counterparts. You see, Ari, I remember your old tricks. And I've got a couple of my own. Darkness, thick and tangible, like oozing liquid bursting in from the hull of a ship, explode from the sigils and instantly form shrouds of shadow all through the warehouse, cutting you, Sieb, Iggy, and Calliope off from the rest of the warehouse. As if your situation wasn't dire enough, as you begin to formulate a plan to try and get to get to Sarah or Ray or Merog or even Blue Blood, you hear several car doors slam. Glancing back towards the large front doorway, backlit by the disorienting red and blue flashes of police car lights, you see several silhouettes in the darkness outside. Leading them is a figure in a fedora and a trench coat. No doubt. Detective Davin Gerber. Ray, as you fight off these vampires, you see bits of what just happened. You see Sarah hit the ground. You notice her shield's light go out. You see Ignis's blue glow is the only light remaining in the room. Merog runs up to try and help you fight before Count Payne's sigils divide the room into chambers of shadow. All of this happens while you struggle to fight off Kyla and her vamps. You've been cut off from everyone else other than Merog and these vamps. What do you do? I'm just going to fuck Kyla up. She betrayed me. She betrayed my trust. I helped her. She's a bad friend. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, roll kick some ass. Cool. Oh, boy. It's a 14. Ooh. What's your enhanced effect? I'm actually going to suffer no harm at all. Nice. Uh, what is this a claw attack? Yes. Your claw glances off of her chest plate and uh, scratches her arm for three harm, but part you know part of it's blocked. Uh, and she tries to swing her sword at you, but she's not one of the original quartz cross vampires, so she's not as deft with her sword, and she just whiffs it. She just misses uh, misses you. Uh, Merog is behind you in similar fashion. Uh, now she's large again. She is uh, um, kind of wrestling with these other vampires, trying to give you some breathing room. Okay. Yeah, so Merog's pretty much got my back right now. I saw Sarah get knocked down. Like, how far away is Danny from me? Uh, you don't see Danny. Okay. The, the sort of these uh, massive walls of shadow have segmented the room into multiple uh, bits. Okay, I get it. So it's like just 
putting the picture in my head. It's basically like a magical darkness creating different rooms. Yeah, here. like you can see what's around you, but there is a, uh, uh, yeah, like a, a wall of magical darkness between you and anything else. Um, if you'd like to kind of try and get a better lay of the land, you are welcome to read a bad situation. Yeah, I think I want to do that. All right, roll plus sharp. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, and that's very good. Uh, that is a 10. Hold three. Um, I'll say what's my best way in. Oh, like trying to get to Sarah? Yeah, I know Sarah's been hurt. I know that her and Ari are both dealing with pain, and I know that he's the biggest threat. Uh, yeah, you... Not, I realize I just said he's the biggest threat, but like... And I know that's a question, but I don't feel like that's something I have to ask, because I know he's the biggest threat, so... Well, no, Korg the Destroyer, the Eater of Worlds, is also in the room with you. Okay, then what's my uh, biggest threat? <laughs> you, so you look around, and the flashing, uh, the flashing sigils that are red and blue all over the walls are creating this um, kind of hypnotizing light in the room. And you see that you are cut off from the elevator, but you still see the door that leads to those back hallways that you guys have been in before. Um, and you... I mean, maybe you don't remember because you weren't back there, but uh, you remember Ari and Sarah telling you about the layout of this warehouse. And back in that hallway, there's stairs up to the upper part of the catwalk, which kind of hangs above the uh, the elevator down to the basement. So your best way in to uh, get closer to Sarah would be to make your way to that door Go back into those hallways and find your way up to that catwalk. Okay. That's your best way in. You have two holds left. So what's the best way to protect the victims? Oh, being Sarah? Sarah. I would, I would say it's Sarah. It's pretty well understood that Count Payne is like super horny for killing Sarah. Weird. <laughs> so Weird thing to say. Help her kill him first, I guess, or figure out a way to kill him. Okay. Or get her out of there. You know, whatever. If your if your goal is to protect her, maybe the best maybe the best thing is to to leave. What's my best way out? From where you are right now, through that back hallway, there's a back exit where the passage used to lead. Okay. But in this moment, as you have taken a bit to look around, I think another one of uh, Kyla's minions leaps at you, kind of trying to jump on your back to try to get a bite in. Cool. Swat him with your fucking tail. Yeah, I know. I just backhand him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> tail whip doesn't do damage, just lowers defense. Mm -hmm. That sounds helpful. It's a, po it's a Pokemon joke. I fucking got it. Just going to throw him over me. Said so they're coming from like behind. Yeah, he's trying to jump on your back. Yeah, I essentially want to grab, like, grab him from like the jaw and just throw him forward. All right, that's an act under pressure then. If the dice will allow me to. 
The dice will allow me to. That's a 10. You use his momentum against him, and you just send him stumbling forward. You're still surrounded. I mean, Merog is helping you here, but uh, what do you do? I'm not going to leave Merog here. Thanks. (laughs) We're going to take care of these, and then we're going to go take care of Danny. I'm going to rid myself of Kyla. Oh, that is what I'm going to do. Okay. How do you do this? Uh, I just attacked Kyla. Should be close, right? So can I can I take a bite? Yeah, I think so. I think she's lunging at you with her sword. So yeah, I think that she'll be close enough where you can try and maneuver yourself to bite her. I gave you a chance. Just remember you fucked this up. And I'm going to bite the fuck out of her. All right, roll kick some ass. 12. (laughs) That's a 12. Amazing. Uh, What's your enhanced effect? Is it too graphic for me to say, I would like to bite the hand off that she has the sword in? Uh Oh. No, I, I love it. It's gonna be much more graphic. <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> even that. That is had like, like PG yeah. movies. I would like to do all of the harm, just double harm, which is uh, eight harm, ignore armor. <laughs> and I essentially want to actually, I'll say not hand. I want to bite the arm that is holding the sword off. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, you said eight harm. Yeah. Ignore armor. Yeah, that's all the harm. (laughs) So that's just about it. (laughs) Yeah, you uh, bite her arm off, and she falls to the ground writhing, uh, holding her arm and just, like, uh, her face is even more wincing than its usual scrunched-up vampire look. I'll tell Carlita you said hey. Fuck you. <laughs> That's literally all these vampires have said to us <laughs> when I yelled up in the last episode. <laughs> uh, she's reeling on the ground. Her minions now are trying to uh, to circle in on you to take vengeance. What do you do? Like I want to intimidate. Like I want to scare them off. They just witnessed me bite her arm off, and I just want to roar. <laughs> And I don't know what to roll for that, but I just want to roar at all of them and like, do you really want this? Don't you have that intimidate move? I do, actually. I can borrow... Fervor? Fervor from the... uh, I believe it is the... The wronged, I think? I think it might be the wronged. I think it is the wronged. Yeah. When you manipulate someone, roll plus tough instead of plus charm. All right. So yeah. I am trying to scare off all these little puny vamps. I will tell you that numbers are not on your side. I don't think you're going to scare away all the vampires because there are more on the walls that we're drawing the sigils. But if you succeed here you'll give them pause enough for you and Merog to get to that back hallway. If that's your, if, if that's your goal that I, I want us to make it to Danny. Awesome. And I'm also a giant. I'm, I'm a large gator guy and she is a giant. So 
just hoping that works in our favor. Totally. Roll, yeah, roll it. Oh, please. Oh, thank fuck. Oh, thank fuck. That's an 11 on the dice. It's 11 on the dice plus two. That's a 13. Awesome. Your Do good you... luck's going to run out. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm wow. going to die. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die very soon. Positive. It's like five good rolls in a row. Uh, and yeah, I just let out a fucking hiss that's louder than you've ever heard. And it just is pretty much a roar. Just <laughs> like four of them are about to just pounce on you at once. And uh, you do this and they hesitate for just a moment. You are able to make a dash for that door. And I think that Merog instinctually follows you. Um, starting to shrink down into a size where she can fit in the hallway. Dope. Uh, with that, I think Dope. we go to Sarah. So, Sarah, you hit the concrete floor hard. You witnessed parts of what was happening around you, but it all felt a bit like a dream. You look around, blinking off your blurred vision. Ghastly reds and blues flash from sigils on the walls and ceiling. Thick barriers of shadow cut you off, and you are alone with Count Payne. He's reformed his slender ebony sword, his blue mask sitting atop a cloak of swirling smoky shadow. Maybe you're not as competent as I had initially thought. Maybe you're still a scared little girl standing in the shadow of her father. And he walks slowly towards you. Okay, as I'm slowly getting up here and readying my sword, I'm going to say, you didn't teach me a goddamn thing! And I'm going to... Woo! <laughs> I'm going to try to run my sword through him. I got goose flesh. <laughs> Gross. Is that, is that a wild like feathers and all? <laughs> all right. Roll kick some ass. Can I use precise strike? Uh, I would say so. Uh, but you wouldn't roll precise strike unless you hit him. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying I would I assume I know where to kill a vampire, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yes. The butt. <laughs> Damn it. God, it. <laughs> I'm kissing the dice. Hmm? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, that is. Please don't fail. Okay, it's a Please nine. I thought it was fail. a ten, but it's a nine. <laughs> so you stab out at him, uh, trying to stab into his heart. Um, before I say what happens next, do you want to go ahead and roll precise strike if that's what you're trying to do? Oh, that's a 10 on the dice plus Woo! one. That's an 11. Boo-boo. An 11. Very nice. So that's plus two harm. Instead of attacking you back, instead of damaging you, I think he just pushes you backwards. He doesn't do any harm to you. But... His eyes, there's a red glow in the eye sockets of his mask, uh, of his blue mask. And he, like, pulls back. He pulls your sword out of him as, uh, as he pushes you back. And he says, Sick 
still, little girl. And you feel yourself uh, paralyzed. You feel yourself, your body is trying to uh, listen to his command. I want you to roll plus cool. It's like my biggest peeve, pet peeve in real life is when the maintenance workers from the mall, anytime we had a leak or something, they would come in and one of them called me a little girl one time. Oh, gross. Yeah. And I was like, I'm the fucking manager of this store. How fucking big dare girl. you talk to me like that? You can call me ma'am. Fuck yeah, Katie. It's very awkward. Okay. Anyway. All right. Can I use I've read about this sort of <laughs> have i read about being paralyzed by magic you're not acting under pressure no so. yeah yeah okay it's just a plus cool rule okay yeah it's your it's his mesmerism his vampire mesmerism move well it's not good it's a four on the dice plus one Ooh. so that's a five on a miss you do what it asks okay so yeah you're paralyzed you find yourself frozen in place and he walks up slowly and confidently to you maybe you should have killed me while you had those devil powers i don't need magic powers i have friends (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully one friend is about to like (laughs) kick some ass here because i'm afraid he slowly walks until he's behind you, and you can't see him anymore. Doesn't it sound nice to have powers again? I could make you join me. And you hear his head pretty close to the back of your neck. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I think he sinks his teeth into the back of your neck. And you take four harm. I'm unstable. Ray Ray appears from a door up on the catwalk. Uh, Him and Marog enter the scene, but we are going to go back to Ari. You are there in this front little area. You have Seeb and Calliope next to you. Uh, and you're being approached by Davin and um, a crowd of vampires, and Seeb says to you, what's our play here, Ari? Seeb, I need you to follow my lead with this one. Do you remember when we popped over to that beach in the summer court for a few days? Of course. Let's show everybody else. And I'm going to cut a tear into the summer court, where it is always sunny. I want to, like, run dragging my sword, creating a very long tear to try to fill this room with sunlight. I don't know that this is within the limits of this move. Sunlight can't shine through? We can work it back. That's fine. I guess what I'm saying is that if you want to do it this way, it's probably more... Bar a creature? Bar a creature, yeah, use magic. That's fair. That makes sense. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the same weird role regardless. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I, would, I just had to talk it out and figure out what, what sure. it was. I think, I think that's, yeah, that'll be my ruling here is it'll need to be another. You can flavor it as you cutting light through. I just imagine Seab and I uh, kind of running parallel, cutting these two tears into the summer court. Sure. 
and just opening this room up with luminous light. Roll plus weird. Okay. Uh, you get plus one from Steve's help. Uh, six on the dice. Not bad. Plus three is nine. Plus one is ten. All right. Uh, yeah, so you cut these tears and uh, Seab pulls out a kind of a ritual knife looking situation and he begins also cutting uh, cutting tears uh, toward the direction of the front door. Is that right? To like keep the vampires from entering? Uh, yeah, I'm mostly trying to illuminate the room so we can see, but also trying to bar Davin and his goons. Yeah, I mean, you can already see. Uh, okay. The light isn't going to cut through the shadow Magical wall. darkness, yeah, okay. But yeah, you succeed in keeping uh, keeping Davin and his minions from uh, entering. I will say there are some, uh, there are still some vampires like already in there that are sort of sure. on the walls behind where the light's coming out. But Davin calls to you through the light, through the lit doorway standing on the other side of this wall he says come on Ari, you don't want to hash this out a little bit you could always come in here and talk to me no wait that's right and i'm gonna run through the shadow veil behind me trying to look for sarah and ray see calliope come with me yeah uh, you jump through the shadows and you you plummet into darkness. You feel yourself falling, and it's like you're floating through space, but you can't see any planets or stars or or anything, and you feel suffocated by this enshrouding darkness. I'd like to try to force of will this darkness. Sure, yeah, you can do that. I'm just going to channel some green magic into my hand and try to grab a non-existent wall, like put my hand into this darkness and try to stop myself from falling. Okay. Force of will, yeah. Do it. I'd love to. That's another six on the dice, plus three is nine. I take one harm. I am now unstable. Uh, Yeah, then you've managed to stop yourself from plummeting, um, and you're now... Um, <coughs> you're now sort of adrift, but more in control. Okay. What do you do? What's my best way out? <laughs> yeah, read a, bad, read a bad situation. I would love to try to find a way out of here. Thank you. Uh, six on the dice plus two is eight. Okay, hold one. Uh, what's my best way out? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> you see something on your horizon, and once you can orient yourself, once you have something on your horizon, you can kind of orient yourself, and you feel that you can kind of move towards it, and there is a uh, there is a bright blue light. See, uh, Calliope, if you can hear me, follow the light, follow Ignis. I'm going to swim fly towards that light. Hopefully my companion, Ignis. We need to find Sarah. She's in danger, Ignis. Her dad's a real dickhead. Ignis ringle dingles. Mm. And, then, and then they start leading you out into the darkness. With that, we will go to Ray and Sarah, or I guess Ray mostly... 
Ray, you are up on the catwalk. You and Marog see Count Payne just sinking his uh, teeth. You see what you see is you see that this mask has opened up, and whatever material this hockey mask is made out of is just warping to form this almost like Venus flytrap. Long teeth like bloody ribs that just kind of randomly jut out in different directions. Uh, and he is sucking the blood of Sarah Payne. And you see him uh, take his own uh, his own blood from his arm and start to get ready to feed it to Sarah. What do you do? Uh, would you say I'm somewhat getting the drop on him? Oh, yeah, he's very much focused on what he's doing here. Okay. Yeah, I just want to jump down. Uh, my goal throughout all of this is I want to get to him and rip his mask off. Um, I just, I want to jump down, get to him, and rip his face off, essentially. I mean, again, I think that his face, it, like his mask, has become his face. Even better. But... Right now, if that's your first objective, like, he's currently about to feed Sarah his blood, which would make her a vampire. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming down to kick his ass, but the way I'm going to kick his ass is push him off of her and rip his fucking mask off. <laughs> okay. I think first you're going to have to roll to protect someone. Okay. All right. Don't fail me now. You didn't. You didn't fail me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna die, y'all. What? Just I I just know something's coming bad. He's that's a fail at the wrong time. Yeah. Uh so that's a thirteen. Okay, what is your extra? Oh wait, no, you're advanced. <clears throat> I haven't advanced on protect someone. Then yeah, I think you jump down like a cannonball and you're uh you just tackle him off of her. Uh Sarah, you're bleeding from your neck, but I think that him knocking you to the side, knocking you away from Count Payne, uh, knocks you out of your trance, and you suddenly feel the intense pain of this bite, but you once again are able to act. The both of you look over, and you see this monstrously warped version of Count Payne, where his mouth is open in this, like, just totally inhuman uh, maw. Uh, I will try to rip his mask off. So yeah, why don't you roll uh, Act Under Pressure? You're trying to jump at him in a way, you know, he's armed, he's definitely dangerous, so you're trying to get up and get your hands around his mask before he is uh, able to stab you. All right. That is a 10 on the dice, plus 2, that's 12. Amazing. Um, which which I have advanced. I'm yeah. going to die. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> I just your, know it. Your clock is ticking. Katie Katie put it in my head that someone's going to die in this battle, and I've just been rolling hot fire. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I didn't I mean know one it. of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I, so you just leap at him, and you grab and again he's taken on this like larger than life uh appearance like sort of how Knox was at the height of his power 
and you jump up on his shoulders and grab his mask but you start to uh you start to yank it and you find that it's even with your considerable strength it is not easy to uh to wrench free and the, the something extra is that i will allow you to stay in this position without taking harm uh for a minute uh so pain while he's sort of <laughs> while he's sort of up on your dad's shoulders uh what do you do so ray is on his shoulders yeah ray has jumped up onto his shoulders <laughs> a, and is trying to take do. his face off Okay, I thought I heard that right, but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> like, I'm picturing his feet on <laughs> Count Payne's chest mm -hmm. and his yeah. fingers around the backside of this mask, which there isn't one because it's, like, fused to his head now. So he's, like, yeah. fingers are in, you know, yeah, that's what you're looking at. I mean, at. I think this would be the perfect time to take a shot at him though because he's distracted so i'm gonna run at him with my sword sure again absolutely i think that you uh i think that you don't need to kick some ass oh i i think that you he, he's caught up on trying to get ray ray off of him and you plunge your sword into his midsection or into his body can I use precise strike here or no? Because I didn't roll kick some ass. Yeah, if you if it just says when you inflict harm, then absolutely. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> Go off, bestie. What you do? <laughs> it's a six. Can Ray help? By oh, I can. Chance? I can help that for days. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're gonna help her with this, you're going to need to. I think you need to choose either or. You need to choose ripping the face off. I'll give you ripping the face off if you stick to ripping the face off, but So what I would do is just pull his head up more so he doesn't notice. Like he does he's not looking at her cuz I'm yeah. trying to rip his face off essentially. Sure, then roll helps him out. Um Oh god. I'm so scared. This is where he fails. It's and I, oh, I see anyway. a 6. Oh, that's a six and a one. Which means you rolled a 14 or some shit. No. <laughs> Got it. Um, help out is... Cool. Cool. Oh, so that's a nine. You give them a plus one to their roll, but you expose yourself to trouble or danger. Sarah, you feel your sword plunging into the darkness around his heart uh, and there is just so much resistance, and you get so, so close to finally piercing his vampire heart and killing him with Isolde's sword here, uh, due to Ray holding Count Payne's head up towards the air. Uh, but... Count Payne utilizes his ability to contort and his neck stretches in such a way and he bites into Ray Ray's neck. 
simultaneously, he flings his arms out to either side in this way that he did with Ari earlier that just causes kind of a shockwave of air that knocks you backwards. And the shadows in the walls surrounding everyone just collapse in on you. Ray Ray, you take four harm. Is that ignore armor? It's not. Then I'll take three harm, at least. So I can't use never again here, right? Because I was flung away. Um, can you take that hit without dying? Well, it just says, oh, well, never again in combat. You may choose to protect someone without rolling as if you'd rolled a 10 plus, but you may not choose to suffer a little harm. Right, which means you would take his bite. Yeah, and I can't. Or at least a strike. You may not take his bite, but you would take a, a big hit. So yes, absolutely. You can <laughs> use never again, but you might die. Uh, fuck. I mean, I don't want Ray to die for Sarah, though. That would be the worst. I mean, I was going to say, I, I'm debating if I want to heal right now. I don't know if it's like good for the story or not. But technically, as a character, I can do that. I mean, when <laughs> when have you ever concer- been yeah, concerned exactly. about my story <laughs> when it comes to you healing? I'm always concerned about your story. Imagine your story without me. <laughs> <laughs> Be really sad. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, but yeah, can I tr- can I try to heal that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For all okay, your cool. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, good. It, well, let me uh, mark experience. Oh, I leveled up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Finally, you've been asking for us for so long. <laughs> I leveled up and I take one more harm. So I'm one take away. Fly, from- take fly, take well, fly, take fly. I'm, I'm two away from dying and I can fly now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? No, I no. I don't have access to that. Oh, okay. But I do level up. So So Ray, you plummet. Um you fall to the ground. You there's something demonic. There's something evil about the very bite uh, piercing into your flesh that um I don't know that you've felt quite this viscerally before um and you are somehow it burns back your ability to heal it and you are uh pressed up against the ground you hit the concrete uh the shadows collapse in on you as this happens and everything just goes pitch black sarah you feel hands clutch you and you feel yourself thrown like like a like a baseball like a (laughs) like a rag doll you feel yourself being thrown carelessly like one might throw away a piece of uh garbage uh (laughs) (laughs) you plummet uh until you should hit the ground but you find yourself falling Um, And you fall and fall a distance that doesn't make sense to you. 
and then you hit water. And you see at the top of the elevator shaft, once you're able to get your bearings, you see Blue Blood uh, plummeting his uh, sword ready and his um, uh, Lovecraftian face uh, ready to uh, chomp out at you. infinite hallway has been closed. It took a year for an unlikely trio to manage to seal dozens of holes in the fabric of reality. But I can see the threads of fate. I know there is more in store for them in this world and in another. I see Kira Ashwood, the journalist who still bears the scars from her cult days, rising in great and terrible power. I see the supernatural social outcast, Mark Clayton, his abilities expanding and evolving, growing without limit, without explanation. I see the one they've yet to meet, a sorceress from between worlds, yet drawn to power and burdened by legacy. I see the extra-normal investigator, Casey Davis, but for the moment, I am one of the few who does. I can see what's next. I can see it all unfolding, each chosen path. How does it end? <laughs> Even I don't know for sure. Join us on The Monster's Playbook. The Monster's Playbook is an actual play Monster of the Week podcast with new episodes released every other Tuesday. Come check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. This is your keeper Ian here, and as always, I want to really thank you for listening. Thank you so, so much. I have a few announcements to make today. First of all, I want to thank our new patron, Mr. Dolls. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for joining us. Pretty exciting thing. We are very close to our uh, patron goal to launch the Tallahassee Nights special. So that's going to be a patron-exclusive prequel campaign that takes place in the 90s when Knox was at his prime and his vampires were fighting against Isolde and her Order of the Court's Cross. Um, we've already started to talk about some of the ideas for our player characters. Uh, so if you've been on the fence about subscribing to our Patreon, consider signing up today. Speaking of which, if you join us for our new episode listening parties, or if you are interested in doing so, we're bringing it home. We're moving it to our home server, uh, which, yes, is a Patreon-exclusive server. Uh, but if you want to come on just for listening parties and not contribute to our Patreon, that would be awesome. Uh, we'll provide a link in our show notes, or you can message us on Discord or Twitter or what have you. Uh, just get in touch with us, and we'll get you invited to that server, and you'll get a role that allows you to view the listening party as well as participate in the listening party chat, uh, and you'll also have access to our uh, to our announcements channel. 
which with all the uncertainties surrounding social media right now and whether or not Twitter's going to exist, that might be the best way anyway to stay up to date with Shrimp and Crits related news. We will still be hanging out in the Cast Junkie server, which has now uh, been renamed to the Podcast Nexus. Uh, so we'll be still hanging out in the Podcast Nexus, as well as a new server called The Actual Place, which is more of an actual play-related Discord server. Uh, but the main way to hang out with us will obviously be our uh, own server. So, uh, yeah, get in touch with us if you want to be invited. With that, I want to uh, encourage you to rate us on the podcatcher of your choice. Give us a follow or a thumbs up or a five-star review, whatever your platform allows. I know our schedule's been a little wonky over the holidays and uh, may continue to be, uh, but we are still a bi-weekly show on Mondays. Our next episode will be out December 19th. Uh, We will see you then. Hope you're enjoying this episode, and uh, yeah, here's the rest of it. Something about this made me way better at sharp. Just... Now you're smart enough to know that the mask is attached to his face. I now know that I cannot remove that mask. (laughs) Ray Ray, you land next to a book. It's the Bible. (laughs) And you can use it to defeat Daniel. Found Jesus. And he's here to help. I think we're going to go back to Ari. Um, Ari, you're being led by Ignis, and you... um, you <laughs> mm-hmm. you kick something and you see Ray Ray lying on the ground. Wait, are we still floating? What's the situation of? Kind of. Oh God, please tell me you're alive. I slap his face. His snout. <clears throat> Come on. <clears throat> oh good, you're, you're awake. Come on, man. No. Ray Ray, we're floating in an abyss. We need to follow Ignis and find Sarah. Oh yeah, yeah. Good call. Damn, he just knocked the shit out of me. That does not bode well for the rest of this fight. Uh, no, I'm no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you just have to think happy thoughts and you can fly. Wait, is that really how that works? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. This isn't the time to joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are Sieb and Calliope here? Um, I think that they are, yes, they heeded your call to follow Ignis, and they are with you. Um, she was just here. They can't be far. Ignis, is there any way that you could help us find Sarah? I know you're kind of already going in that direction, but this is, in fact, Ray Ray. I know they look similar. We keep following him. Um, it looks like we have company. That's Ray Ray. Oh, you mean them. (laughs) You look up to see... Uh, that vampires are beginning to march towards you through the darkness. And Steve okay, looks so up. Are we and... flying or standing? <laughs> I'm I so said, confused. I said both. No, I know, you, okay. <laughs> you, uh, I think you, uh, once you reach the threshold of the, the wall, you okay. uh, found ground. I think the wall wasn't, it like was trying to transport you elsewhere. And, 
you found yourself like sort of like being in a passage in a way. Mm -hmm. So are we out of the dark passage? He brought the shadows in. Now you're just in darkness, but you can see things start to like move towards you. I would like to use my burn everything uh, sword attack here, but do the uh, three harm area magic to try to knock them back a little bit. Uh, sure. Yeah. Roll it. <laughs> I really thought you were going to be like, that doesn't work here. You're, <laughs> f- you're, you're floating. <laughs> you're floating. You're floating. They're you're marching. marching. <laughs> <They're> m- <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll use magic here. Uh, that's fantastic. That's 11 on the dice plus three is 14. 14. So I'm just going to do a big slice through the darkness here, just shooting this green blast in a kind of arc at the incoming vampires. Yeah, Link's spin attack. Exactly. Yeah! <laughs> um, you do so, and it pushes them back, but you see more take their place as uh, they fall. And you remember seeing almost, you know, a lot of vampires creepy crawling through this place. Uh, Sieb looks at you and says, Calliope, Merog, and I can hold them off. You and Ray Ray go help Sarah. That sounds scary. I probably won't die. Oh, that's good. Also, try to keep <laughs> Calliope alive, because uh, if we bring back a dead Calliope, the whole Atlantis thing's going to be off, and I'm going to like grab his shirt and pull him in and kiss him and then push him towards the vampires and grab Ray Ray and follow Ignis. <laughs> Are you going to kiss Ray Ray? <laughs> I was about to say, well, well, I mean, I feel like we've really grown as uh, characters, but you're really not my you're really not my type, bud. That's good. Ray Ray, if, if we get through this, I will definitely give you a kiss. Hell yeah, this is just like that Final Fantasy game. We should probably take advantage of this. Just I don't know what that means, but yes, you're correct. We should. Sarah, you are falling deeper into the elevator shaft basement pool. What do you do? Where's the buckler in relation to me right now? It's on your arm. Okay, it's just not glowing anymore? Yeah, again, it's kind of covered in this, like, liquid, gaseous... I know that's two different things, but this, like, (laughs) uh, partially liquid, partially gaseous, uh, oozy shadow shit. Cool. Is there any way to get it off? <laughs> Not the buckler, the oozy gassy shit. Tell me what you do. I don't think I should talk to it. I feel like that might be strange. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm underwater, correct? Yep. <laughs> I'm just, just getting ready here. Because what I would like to do, and you can tell me if it if I can't and it doesn't make any sense, but I want <laughs> to kind of, if it is, I want to try to, <laughs> sounds so weird to say out loud, I want to pray to Isolde, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try to talk to her. What do you say? I think I'm like, I'm trying to swim towards surface because obviously I'm not a fucking crocodile. But I think in my head, I'm I'm just like 
I know this shit is crazy as older, but if you if you can somehow hear me, I need the tear of hope. I need the tear of hope. <laughs> you named it. You I, I know. I know. So true. So true. <laughs> as older, I need I need your help. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah! (laughs) Sarah, you look over at your buckler in desperation, and I mean, you're underwater, you're swimming upwards. I don't even think you say that out loud. I think you just say it in your mind. Yeah, I'm just thinking it. That's what I meant. That's why I said it's going to sound like I'm praying to a (laughs) soldier. And you're just, you're hoping that this, uh, that this shadow that's surrounding the buckler will uh, will dissipate uh, because you need every bit of help you can get here. But you blink your eyes and you find yourself standing on a platform in a massive, cloudy, white void. I'm dead. <laughs> and Isolde is there. And you're wearing the buckler, and it's shining. It's shining brilliantly. And Isolde says, Sarah, I will always be there to guide you. Sarah, this is this is it. This is your moment. I I know I I know I can do this, but I'm I I'm drowning here. You can do this, and. You don't need my help, but I want to help you. I want to feel you drive that sword into that bastard's heart. This is your time, Sarah. Are you ready? Absolutely. You blink again and you feel yourself, you're back in the water, and you feel yourself propelled upwards suddenly. And you burst from the surface of the water, your shield, uh, your shield's light just breaking through all the shadows surrounding it as you enter this uh, elevator shaft, your father count pain nearly to you with his, uh, with his, uh, I don't even think he has a sword out anymore. I think his arms are outstretched wanting to just encompass you and bite you again. Uh, Why don't you roll? I think this is an appropriate time to kick some ass as you fucking fly up out of the water. Guess who can fly, motherfuckers? (laughs) That is an eight. I would like to use precise strike. Is that possible? Hey, uh, is it is it possible for me to help out? Yeah, I don't think we're there, bud. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, this is in the shaft. I mean, <laughs> the I I don't know. I really love that the I I love the idea of the of like friendship. Of I love the idea of friendship, especially <laughs> after. <laughs> I just love the concept of friendship. It's, it's, it's a good thing. We've been we've been waiting on it for a long time. I've heard a lot, I've heard a lot about it. 
I've read about it in books. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, mostly. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. I think that, Sarah, as you are trying to get past your dad's claws to drive your sword into his chest, you see above him a blue light that isn't quite as sinister as the flashing red and blue of Blue Blood's magic. Uh, it's more of an innocent, a soft blue as Ignis <laughs> enters the top of the chamber and Ray Ray and Ari, you're looking down at this collision of uh, of Titanic warriors. What do you do? You can you can help you can help if you want to. So I'm standing up from it. You're above us, yes. Yeah, I would I would swim like fucking torpedo myself down. Awesome. You're just taking a free fall dive here because the water's below. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little graceful. Alligator. Crocodile. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I would like to help out if I can. We'll help out. If I succeed, I can give her a plus 12. Plus 12? Well, actually, here, we'll tackle it because I just got an 11 on the dice plus two. So that's a 13. So she has a full success. Nigh oh, because you have advanced. Yeah, I have advanced oh, that's help so out. Good. That's such a good move. Friendship. <laughs> oh God. I thought that was Ian. That scared the shit out of me. Can I add uh, something on top of it? Sure. If why we're not? doing a team attack here. Because this dummy fell right into my trap. If he's down there, I'm gonna turn back on my light runes that are already down there and keep him down there so he can't run away. I love this. I love this. He fell right into my trap. Uh, yeah, Ari, why don't you roll use magic to turn that light on to bar a creature? Well, it would be really bad if I failed this, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't fuck up my really good help out. Especially since it's totally <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. No, that's perfectly fine. That is seven on the dice plus three is eight, nine, ten. Awesome. Uh, then let's run this back. Sarah. You shoot directly upwards out of the water like a cannonball as your buckler shines through the shadow that had consumed it and until it just dissipates totally. At this time, the water beneath you uh, begins to shine itself as the entire basement turns into a lantern of sunlight. You jettison upwards and just as your father begins to wrap his clutches around you to bite you as you uh, as you plunge your sword into his chest, he is hit from behind by a massive crocodile man. Behind you, fucking Goku behind Gohan killing Cell style, Isolde is there and she has your arm in her hands and she drives your arm farther into Count Payne's chest. Uh, you definitely can roll Precise Strike if you'd like to. That is an 11 on the dice. Woo! An 11 plus one, it's a 12. Your blade, the sword of Isolde, 
pierces him through. He looks at you, suddenly shocked, the sinister, the the um, demonic evil that had consumed his expression nearly this entire time uh, gives for the first moment. Be better. And then he dissolves into tiny little particles that seem to be burning up in the light from beneath you and from your buckler. I think that the momentum that you carried uh, sort of like knocks Count Pain upwards and Ray Ray just kind of like slumps off uh, and falls to the water beneath you. But yeah, you've killed Count Pain. Night, night, Dan, Dan. Did you do it? Did it work? Am I like still shooting upwards or am I... <laughs> she can't stop. Yeah, you I'm just trying to figure out where I am in space and time right now. You know, like in cartoons, when you uh, when uh, when characters go upward and then they like reach the apex of of where physics mm-hmm. starts to drop them and they sit there for a minute. That's like you at the top of the shaft looking <laughs> at Ari <laughs> before you fall and then back. I fall. I'll just, <laughs> just fall back down. I don't know how you're gonna get back up. Yeah, somebody got like a rope or something. I... Hold on, let me look behind me and make sure I'm not about to get bitten by fifteen vampires. You look, you look behind you, and you're about to get bitten by like fifty vampires. Oh shit! I said fifteen. <laughs> They've multiplied. Oh, we drastically missed. We 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 did not uh, go into this how we expected. You look behind you and you see a warehouse. You see shadows beginning to retreat into the sigils as the caster of this ritual magic is not alive anymore. It it begins to retreat. Well, it wasn't alive to start. Yeah, fair. You do also <laughs> see that uh, your three companions are beginning to struggle to hold off. I mean, there's just too many vampires. I think, too, that the light that you had cast to mm-hmm. keep uh, Gerber and all of the other vampires out uh, has now faded, and there are even more reinforcements coming. Oh, is Sarah down here with me still? Yes. yes. Hey, grab on. I think Sarah is, like, like I won't say sobbing, but she's definitely... Like, in tears. Come on, Miss Sarah. I gotcha. Ray will put her over his shoulders and we'll start climbing the elevator shaft to get back up. Sure. I won't make you roll for that. I'm going to try to see what the best course of action is up here. I see Sieb and Calliope and Merog, correct? Uh, Yes. Sieb and Merog are both using uh, fey runes to... Uh, both harm and hold uh, and repel the vampires around them. Sieb has his knife, and he is uh, occasionally able to stab one of them uh, in the heart and and kill them, dissolving them like uh, Count Payne. And Calliope is using her uh, her appendages, her chalus, to um, 
<laughs> essentially consume in a way these uh, these things. She like wraps them up and then like just uh, chomps at them with her claws until they are uh, wounded enough to fall. Uh, but yeah, if you want to f- try and figure out what to do here, I think you should read a bad situation. Maybe even plus one because Ignis is here with you. I'd love to try. Super cool. Uh, nine on the dice. Plus one is a ten. Plus two is a twelve. Uh, hold three. Have we ever seen a vampire eat a wild bite? <laughs> That's not a question on this list. Hold three. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. That was, to... that was a thought out loud. Are you about to drug a vampire? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, I was thinking about knocking all these vats down with Merog's help and uh, ODing all these vampires on wild bites as we leave. What is the best way to protect the victims being ourselves and our friends? You're not going to be able to fight off all these vampires. I mean, you could cause some damage with that, with your wild liquid plan and cause <laughs> chaos on your wa- way out and severely <laughs> damage their operation. Uh, but the best way to protect the victims would be to get out. So we're pretty much saying Tallahassee's fucked regardless. And there's just going to be another count tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Um, well, no, not necessarily. I mean, blue blood became Knox because he killed Knox through the ancient rit- ritual of the Sith. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, there Whoa. will be, there will be a power vacuum, but it will be a much more, much more easily uh, fixable problem than it was yesterday. Okay. What's the best way out? Uh, tear us out of here, baby. Just to be clear, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Anything other than the 50 vampire cops? Well, there is Krog, the destroyer of worlds, consumer Uh of all that is good. (laughs) He's just chilling, though, right? He's watching TV in the corner. He's using one of the big vats of wild bite juice as a hot tub. Yeah, yeah, it's just got a constant drip going of liquid wild bite. I am going to try to cut a tear, too. The infirmary. Well, no, I can't do that because Calliope doesn't have a switch profile. You could do the the upstairs. Yeah, the upstairs. Uh, I will definitely try to cut a tear to the upstairs infirmary so that we can all be out of this terrible place and leave Tallahassee to fend for itself just like always. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll it. God, I really kind of hope this is a mixed success or uh, a failure so it takes us somewhere bad. Uh, but it's probably not going to be. Uh, uh, that is 10 on the dice, plus 3 is 13. I am unstoppable this evening. Damn. Y'all been killing it. It's a good day to roll well. Yeah, we, we desperately yeah. needed to you've roll been ro- well. well. You've been rolling well, but also both Sarah and Ray Ray leveled up. So That's true. Very good point. It's a, win- it's a win-win. I didn't level up. Oh, yeah, you took the help. Yeah. Ray helped me, so I'm still waiting to fail so I can level up. Everybody in! Quickly! Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody upstairs gets through. Ray, you're able to climb up. Hey, uh, y'all don't get too comfy. I'll be back. I was just gonna say, uh, my hand is sticking out of the tear to, like, take Ray and Sarah's hand to pull them in. Amazing. And you pull them in as he says this, uh, just as the vampires get within grabbing 
distance. And everybody is safe back at the infirmary. see Donnie Terrence along with some Coast Guards and about a half dozen rescue boats. The rain is lightening up, but still soaking them as they pull people wearing blue robes out of the bay. The Skysong cultists had been trying to walk out into the ocean as the water rose to attain the transcendence they had been promised. We see a fin, no, a piece of detritus formed into the shape of a fin circling the rescue boats. Donnie, Red in the face from the effort, pulls up a cultist and turns a deeper shade as he comes face to face with Greg. You no good, little crud muffin, fluffy-headed ninny muggins, you should be up here helping me take care of the people of Gullicochica and you're trying to drown yourself with a bunch of buffoons? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're you're a dang old coward. You're a, uh, I, you, 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 you're a... Uh, what, Sheriff? Shark attack! <laughs> One of the trash sharks leaps gracefully out of the water, its gaping maw plenty strong enough to sink this boat in one bite but just before it crashes down on top of donnie and greg it dissolves into a torrent of mud trash and gunk that lands right on top of the pair of them in a spluck (laughs) see in that moment (laughs) spluck i don't even know what that means (laughs) see in that moment back up in tallahassee calliope had been talked down by the three of you Now on St. Anne Island by the Golden Gull, which is now covered in several feet of water, Johnny and Jordan have a small motorboat which struggles to stay afloat as they help people get to the roof of the Golden Gull, where they hope to be rescued. Back at the retreat, it's all hands on deck. Peg and Rooster, her second-in-command for this effort, lead an expertly coordinated effort to get all the animals to safety and the people to the roof of the reptile building, the tallest and largest structure on the premises. Bill, Maeve, Will, Misty, Barb, and Camilla all huddle together as the rain finally subsides to a sprinkle. They erupt in a cheer as stars begin to peek through the clouds. Out in the woods, you can barely see it, but you can see the shapes of figures waiting in the darkness, blinking eyes, flapping wings. Jerome and his daughter Abby huddle together in their home with a battery-operated radio, nervously watching the water leak into their house. Outside, his boat is ready, but he won't need it today. The water is beginning a slow retreat back into the sea. Again, though, out in the woods, keeping their distance but ready to attack, are the soldiers of the wild. Robin Goodfellow groans and then mutters under his breath, 
the cannons have their bowels full of wrath, and ready mounted are they to spit forth their iron indignation against your walls. Defer no time. Delays have dangerous ends. And now we'll do the end of session experience. Welcome to the end of a very long and very fun mystery, everybody. Whoa. How you feeling? How's everybody doing? I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel sharp, Ian. I have a powerful <laughs> armpit sweat after that session. <laughs> I'll let you know. It's 11 o'clock here, and I'm wide awake for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into these questions, yeah, let's debrief a little bit. Shake off the dust. You just go ahead and give us the experience. We did it. I'm so close to leveling up. That's not fun, though. I'm just kidding. I would never take that away from you, Daddy. I think I call you Daddy in every single end of session experience. I feel like this has happened before. Do I get a long rest? That's what I really care about. This is the last long rest before we keep we're really ramping up the D&D joke. <laughs> yeah, wait, is there there's not going to be time in between, right? There is. So, yeah, that's um, I think I had Calliope say something like this. But, yeah, you 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 have a, you essentially have two weeks to prepare for the end of the world, which means you have time to recover. And then you also have time to prepare for the end game. Which, yeah, I guess we might as well say it on the show. Uh, the next arc, which will be between, I don't know, probably like three and eight episodes, <laughs> is the last arc Somewhere. of our show. Between one and ten, for sure. We should specify not the last arc of our show. Oh, of our season one. Yeah, I'm very yes. sorry. Of course, we are not ending our nah, show. No, it's quitting. I do have a job opportunity um, no. I've been meaning to tell you guys. Um, I'm I... editing the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> uh, no. I'm pretty sure I could edit the Joe Rogan podcast. And if I got that gig, oh, dude, goodbye, guys. <laughs> Good to know. I don't have to. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to know what the fuck this guy's saying. Just pay me. Yeah, I mean that's. There's something to that. Um, This is a good bit. (laughs) Let's. I guess since uh, everybody's still feeling uh, sentimental about the uh, ending of Sarah's father, let's just move on to these questions. (laughs) Did they conclude the current mystery? Absolutely. I feel like we concluded like five mysteries. We stopped the sinking of Atlantis or of Gullicochica. We stopped the sinking of Gullicochica. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Peek behind the curtain. This was a phenomenon mystery where Gullicochica was sinking into the ocean and they solved that at least, you know, for the time being. So uh, that is wonderful. Uh, actually, no, they solved it totally because once she's able to get in there. Yeah, you're you're gonna move. You're gonna win. Everyone's gonna be fine. Everyone's gonna <laughs> totally. be fine. That's one. Yes. Always not doomed. Next question: Did they save someone from certain death or worse? 
Uh, yes. And I'm not going to list them this time. I'm just going to say yes. Wait, but who? I need to know. I mean, I specifically saved Sarah. No, yeah, it's me and all of Golokochka, namely Barb and Peg. The only ones that matter. (laughs) The only ones that matter. Although Barb would probably be fine, but I do not know if she can swim. I did want to sneak in Barb riding Alti during that um, uh, flood relief scene, but uh, I resisted the urge for some reason. (laughs) You should definitely go back and add that in. (laughs) I'll just say it canonically happened, and you can just imagine it, all of you listeners. No, we need Barb with uh, Cletus riding... Alti. Giddy up! Uh, yes. Yes, we did save many people. Uh, nobody in Tallahassee, though. We, we continually made it worse in Tallahassee. I <laughs> know. Uh, Tallahassee, you made better. You. For the first no time. There's no one quite as competent a leader as Blue Blood. Well, maybe. I mean, Davin's probably a leader now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But he's not or, as powerful. Wait, did, did uh, Ray Ray kill What's Her Face? No. Oh, yeah, so he took her harm down to zero, promo. but he did not activate her weakness, which was to stab yeah. her through the heart. Oh, whoa. A fucking two liters? Oh, cool. Hey, Devin man. And her. She's got to be there to be afraid of me. <laughs> yep. No, Kyla didn't get... Ty, Kyla didn't get promoted because you guys oh, made yeah. her betray her boss. God, so, we are just a trail of bad things. Uh... She, I'll go ahead and tell you guys what I was getting at there. She found, right, she defeated the, she killed the gear lady, and Mm -hmm. she took over the gear headquarters for the vampires. So Mm -hmm. she was put in charge of that. Like, she was kind of like the Gullicochica vampire leader. Like, equivalent in a way, still under, but equivalent to Count Payne. Uh, but since she tried to betray Count Payne, uh, he fit, which he figured out, even though she eventually flipped back to his side, uh, he put vampires that he knows and trusts in charge of that branch. So now it's run by Carrie and Mia Povey. Great. Both him and Davin Gerber uh, led the Tallahassee branch. This feels like a big loose end. It's sequel stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, let's go to the third question did we learn something new and important about the world huh I'm trying to remember what all yeah we learned that we could put Atlantis in a fucking pocket dimension dimension in a pocket dimension right that's that's like the big thing we learned yeah yeah Cap broke the game did we yeah Cap broke the game fair what else is new which is a which is fortunate because I don't know what the next arc would look like if he hadn't <laughs> thank you it would look bad <laughs> for us and then everybody dies the end mm-hmm. the end i mean i would say we learned a lot about atlantis i know we already knew about yeah. atlantis but like we learned a lot in this session about atlantis all of atlantis loves my rough so i would <laughs> I would argue that is enough just to say we learned a lot about this world just because. God, I can't believe we just killed Count Payne and I was wearing a ruff the whole time. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? I don't think we did. 
I think we learned that Sarah's pretty badass. That doesn't count. <laughs> I think what Sarah's always been badass. That is new and important. Sarah's badass. Sarah's not. Sarah <laughs> always being been badass, badass isn't new. She's been badass for a long time. Oh, okay. Thanks. I think we learned that Ari looks great in a rough. New and important about one of the hunters. Yeah, I really don't think we did. Yeah, I, I can't think of anything. I'm trying to think if I have anything here. Um, you know, we learned that Ray Ray um, is interested in his Atlantean heritage. Because mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons that he didn't try to fight Calliope that he... I mean, that is... that. Yeah, I mean, that is something. I don't know if you'll get that. But I did play that angle that I am interested in. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Three, because if it's yeah, three yeses or three. four yeses, you each get two experience. You get two experience, and you get two experience, and you get two experiences. I leveled up. Three yeses and a maybe? Three yeses and a maybe. Oh, boy. All right. I need to fail twice more. Uh, Ian, that was so much fun. It was. Uh, what are you taking with your level up? Thanks for letting me kill my dad. That's not what I'm taking. She's taking the move. <laughs> what playbook is that? Thanks from? for letting me kill my dad. <laughs> the dad killer playbook. Wow, why didn't you choose that one? <laughs> yeah, that really would have helped a long time ago. God. Hmm. I mean, you don't. You can think it over and tell me next week on Dragon Ball Z. Man, I've been wanting to rewatch Dragon Ball Z. Oh really my god. Bad. Okay, and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Da, 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 da. Ah. Wow. <laughs> On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. here i'm ignoring your stupid joke i'm never not gonna make it every time he says pool it's been such a long season that ian can say pool or cock and we have characters for it it's so true (laughs) speaking of people who would be best friends pool and cock the stories of pool and cock Jack, Pool, and Cock. God damn it. Uh, Um, it Sounds like a Shakespeare play, honestly. It does.